And now it's time for the UP's favorite live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen, presented by John's Auto Marquette. Here's Blake Froley. What's going on, Marquette? Welcome into the Sports Pen on ESPN UP. We're presented by John's Auto Marquette. Got Jake Durant from Local 3 in studio. Also have Max Stevens, one of our, my fellow co worker here. At ESPN UP. This is your, what, second or third time on the show? Third time. Always a pleasure to be in here with you, Blake. Yeah, I don't know why we keep inviting you back. It's a little oversight, possibly. Same with Jake. You, you I, should, I, I don't know why I'm back either, to be honest. Especially when it comes <laughs> to football. I mean, Trust me. When I first uh, when I did my first show, I remember I was like, I left here like, they are not going to want me back ever again. <laughs> so I'm glad um, I'm still here. Fake it till you make it, right? That's exactly it. So today is a big show because we've been saying it for a couple weeks. Football is back. This is I've been saying it all summer. Right. You know, I've been just counting it down. Like, I, I just can't wait. So, Sunday's just got a lot better. I'm super mm-hmm. excited. And I think the NFL right now, it's so up in the air. I think there's more parity than, than ever before. Mm-hmm. And I'm just super excited to kind of see how it plays out. I just really hope injuries don't spoil the season for, for the league. Yeah. It seems like that happens. It happened a lot last year. Maybe oh, yeah. even more so than normal. And it's kind of been happening in a lot of sports lately where all these stars are getting hurt. You know, with your Aaron Rodgers, too. I'm sure that was what you were mainly referring to. I basically to. haven't had football in two years. I mean, the NFL just fell. <laughs> fell. I, was, I just remember that happening. I was just so, so sad and disheartened. But now I'm excited and I'm mm-hmm. ready to go. And I think this is going to be one of Aaron Rodgers' best years. So. Now, Max, you're a Lions fan, correct? I'm a Packers fan. What? Yes. You didn't know that? No. Yes. Oh, well, that's that's how my mother raised me. Born, grew up in a uh, house of cheeseheads, minus my dad. He's the Vikings fan. It's kind of a weird family dynamic we have going. Wow. I, I'm thrown off right now. <laughs> I thought I was going to have the numbers game here. Nope. I'm actually really pumped now. Perfect. <sighs> okay. I'm going to have to – let me just readjust. <sighs> All right. Now we're ready. We're going to do a full NFL preview show. Our – my second annual, I guess you could say. Uh don't look back at our predictions last year. Uh, they were not good. Not good. New year, though. And new co-host, because I think I did that one with Sam. So, Jake, Max, we're going to do better, right? Yes. If it makes you feel any better about your bad predictions, I actually had a friend bet me real money that the Lions would win the Super Bowl this year. I need some friends like that. Mm, yeah. He put Seriously. real money on it. I don't even do that. I don't like throwing away my money. Mm-hmm. I like to keep it. I was I gave him every warning and every chance to back out, but he he was determined. So I said, I mean, if you're that if you're that bent on giving me your money, I will take it. Wow. Okay. Is he one of those people that you know don't really know a lot about football, but you know is you know I'm a Lions fan and you know didn't really understand, or was he just that confident? No, he's just that confident. He's also he's a little superstitious. He feels like since uh, the Lions have Legarrette Blunt now. Since he's won the Super Bowl with the past two teams he went to, he's like, well, that means it's our turn. And he's also Obviously. like, a, he's also a painfully optimistic Lions fan. Okay. So, I mean, look and, at um, the division. Good luck. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. No we'll get to that in a second. So, what we're gonna do? We've got a lot of categories we're gonna do here on the show. We are gonna do Lions and Packers record, of course. We are going to pick our non-quarterback. MVPs for the Lions and Packers because obviously we would pick Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford otherwise. Wait, what? Tom Brady? Tom, no, no, for the Lions and the Packers. Oh, oh, okay. Just for the individual teams. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. Tom Brady's washed anyway. I wouldn't pick him anyway. Get out of here. <laughs> then we'll make our division predictions for all the divisions football, pick our wild card teams, 
Super Bowl predictions. We'll get the matchups and the winners. Then we will do NFL MVP, where you are free to you are free to waste a pick on Tom Brady if you'd like. Oh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not picking Tom no. Brady. Spoiler. Okay, we'll do rookies of the year for offense and defense, things like that. Try to cover everything possible. So let's start with the big one. We'll do your Packers since I'm outnumbered here. Uh, we we did a little bit of an NFL preview. For a couple of weeks, that kind of fizzled out. So Packers, now they have Aaron Rodgers, for now, in a tough NFC North that got tougher with the addition of Khalil Mack. We'll start with you, Max. What are your initial impressions looking at the schedule? What do you think the Packers can do in the regular season? Uh, well, my initial impressions, uh, Green Bay had a really turbulent offseason. There was that drama with uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and the coaching staff, obviously. Uh, and then he got, the, he got the big extension, so I'm sure that kind of helped. Uh, his disposition with the team. Sadly. Yeah. (laughs) He lost Jordy Nelson, which really bummed me out. Um, You know, he's been Aaron Rodgers' favorite target for a lot of years, but they did, we did pick up Jimmy Graham, which I'm feeling good about. It's the first, like, real big-name tight end that Aaron Rodgers has had, at least in the last Since last year? With Martellus Bennett? Okay, well, (laughs) it didn't really work out that well. Anyway, uh, so that's a big red zone target for Aaron Rodgers. I love that. Um, I love the Packers draft picks. I love that they went out and they got Jair Alexander. I love that they drafted Josh Jackson. Um, So barring a Rodgers injury, knock on wood, um, I think the Packers are – I still – they got a tough schedule, and this division is really tough. I'm looking, let's say, around 10-6 and is my guess. Okay. Ten and six, official pick, locked it in, right? I'm locking it in. I heard a lot of love in that. Is there anything you don't love about the Packers? Um, if there's anything I don't love, it's just, it's, I mean, I, I love their draft picks, but the defense has just been the kryptonite of the Packers for a lot of years. You know, I mean, we've had, we went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, and over all these years, we only have two Super Bowls to show for it, one each, and a lot of that has been issues on the defensive side of the ball, um, so I, I love the draft picks. I love that they tried to overhaul the secondary, but they are rookies, so we'll have to we'll have to see. They they showed well in the preseason, but we you know it's hard to predict what these rookies will do when the, the the limelight is actually on. So if they can play well, then you know yeah. But if they can't, or if they if they don't, it's it could be another rough year. You look like you want to say something. You know Jake. I, I you know I agree with a lot of what you said. Obviously, defense has been the Packers' issue. The one time they gave Aaron Rodgers a, a decent defense, they won the Super Bowl. Um, I do like what they did in the draft. Obviously, with the secondary, I think Josh Jackson is going to be one of the best corners in the league this year, his rookie season. Mm. And I do think Jair Alexander is also going to be a solid player. I don't think this is the few years ago when they went and got Demarius Randall and Quentin Rollins, and it was all this experiments. They played safety in college. They went out and got the two best corners, minus Denzel Ward, who I'm still up in the air. I don't. I haven't seen him really do anything with Cleveland. Um, they might have got the two best corners in the draft, and I think if they can play up to the, their potential, they can get Kevin King back. I think that they can have one of the better secondaries. They showed that they they can score in the preseason. They were, you know, Tremont Williams had a pick six. Uh, Josh Jackson should have had two pick sixes. So if, if that defense can start scoring um, and help Aaron Rodgers out a little bit, I think it's going to be great. I think Aaron's happy finally with his contract. You know, obviously, I do think the loss of Jordy is going to hurt them, but I do like Devonte Adams coming back. I'd like Jimmy Graham in the in the red zone. Hopefully, Randall Cobb can step up again this year, and then they have kind of like a, a mix of guys at the third uh, receiver position. 
I think they're going to go 13-3. and three. Ooh. I think they're going to lose at L.A. I think they're going to lose at New England, and I think they're going to lose at Minnesota, and I think they're going to win the rest of their games. It's a tough schedule. Uh, it seems like all the NFC North teams were given tough schedules this year, and Packers, no exception with those three games. So I think that kind of hurts a little bit with some of these projections. I also noticed one thing you guys never mentioned was the run game, good or bad. What is that? What, what's a run game? Yeah. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you – when you no, watch- I, no, no, no. I do think Aaron Jones, when he comes back off, out of, off his suspension, I think he'll, he'll be solid. Just solid. Just solid. They don't have any. They don't have any uh, real, real running backs. But just wait when Le'Veon comes next year oh, to okay. Green Bay. Just wait for that because that's a happening. Yeah. Mark it down. So you're gonna pay Aaron Rodgers the richest contract in NFL history, then throw Le'Veon what yep. like eighteen million dollars yep. a year? That's exactly what's gonna happen. I mean, who else do you need? Who else do you need? And then uh, they have two first-round draft picks, bolster that defense, get a couple pass rushers, and let's go win a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's just not going to happen. That's going to happen. I'm not in your Mark wildest it down. dreams. Mark it down. Blake, wherever you're at next year and this when this happens, I'm going to find you. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to say, I told you so. That's going to be very difficult for me to root for Le'Veon Bell in a Packers jersey. It's going to be crazy, right? I'm going to be split. It's going to happen. I'm telling you. I think the Packers are going 11-5. and five. And I'm surprised that you had ten and six because I, I expected thirteen and three, fourteen and two, or James Jones said undefeated. You know, I, I expected Look one at, of those. I, I think thirteen and three is reasonable. Look at who you know. I think they can beat Minnesota at home. That's who I'm worried about. You know, they could possibly lose two to Minnesota. Other than that, I mean, come on. Not worried about the Lions at Ford Field? No. I think you should be. No. No. I would be. No. Nope. No, not at all. No, but if Aaron's healthy, no. Okay. I guess. I, that, that run game, here's what's going to happen. The the talk is going to be about how good Jamal Williams is. Aaron Jones, when he comes back, blah, 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 he's going to be great. By week eight, they're not going to run the ball at all because that's what happens with the Packers. They they Every single offseason, they emphasize the run game, and then slowly, slowly, they stop running the ball, stop running the ball. Soon, Aaron Rodgers is thrown 50 times a game, and it pretty much works. It, it does work. That's the thing. Look at where the Packers were when Aaron Rodgers went out last season. I think they were 5-1. and one. They were looking like they were going to make another playoff run, and he went down. If they could just get a little bit of a run game, even just a little bit of a run game mm-hmm. from Jones and Williams, running back by committee, just you know here and there, punch it down the throat of the defenses, that's all you need for Aaron Rodgers. If, if they could just get something going, and then who knows, maybe next year they'll draft a running back, you know, mm-hmm. a monster back or something. Or get Le'Veon, like I said. It's not going to happen. Not how gonna, is it not going to happen? Tell me how. I just don't Why see. Why would it not happen? You can't. You, the Packers can't afford him. What do you mean? You have the highest-paid player in NFL history. You've got other big contracts on the team. I don't see how that's going to Get rid of work. Randall Cobb, open up some cap space. They were talking about getting Khalil Mack, one of the teams. And how are they supposed they to get Khalil Mack? talking about well, it. They, were, they made an offer. It's on paper. They actually went and made an offer. Yeah, well, the Raiders wanted draft picks for Khalil Mack. That's how we could have afforded Khalil Mack. Yeah, but he also wanted a new contract. That's true. Right. Yeah, it's one thing to acquire him. It's another thing to... Actually, what they were saying, they could have got rid of Randall Cobb and opened up enough cap space to to do the deal. Why can't they do it to Le'Veon? Le'Veon doesn't—he's not going to get paid as much as Khalil Mack, I don't think. Probably not. That'd be ridiculous, yeah. and he'd probably be sitting out. Of obviously, football they're going to have to. Obviously, they're going to have to get rid of some of these these veteran players that have been around next season. But to get Le'Veon Bell, guy who can run, and can you imagine him coming out of the backfield catching pass from Aaron Rodgers? It's unstoppable. I don't want to imagine it. It's un, it's unstoppable. And if Brian Gutekunst. Wants his name, Goodkunst Avenue, outside of Lambeau <laughs> Field. He either should have a brought in Khalil Mack or b go out and get Le'Veon Bell. You need a, you're going to have to bring one of these type of players mm-hmm. in. Okay. If you can get him, get him. 
even if they have to give up, you know, I, I, I said give up both draft picks. Take the swing. They need to do it. The, the, the window's closing there in Green Bay. They can't keep bringing this, you know, these young guys in, develop, 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 and then coming up short. It's, it's going to be really bad if, they, if Aaron only gets one Super Bowl. I just, it's not good. So now the question swings. MVP talk. Every, if I just asked you who's going to be the Packers MVP, you both would say Aaron Rodgers without even hesitating. So I will ask who is going to be the Packers non-quarterback MVP this season. We'll start with you, Max. I'd have to – I want to say Jimmy Graham. I want to say Jimmy Graham because he's just such a big target and he's such a reliable target. And he's, you know, he's been really solid at the tight end position for the last couple of years. Uh, he did work in New Orleans with Drew Brees. And now he's got Aaron Rodgers who is just as good, if not better, even than Drew Brees. So I'm, look, I'm looking for him to catch a lot of touchdown passes this year. So I'm going to say Jimmy Graham. Jake? I'm going to have to go with another guy catching Aaron Rodgers' passes. I'm going to go Devontae Adams. I mean, that's pretty pretty clear cut. If you know the Packers want to have a good year, he's he's their number one, number one receiver. What do you have, like 20 touchdowns or something? Insane. The last, I don't know. Don't don't mark that down. He he had a lot of touchdowns. He's one of the top touchdown receivers. Still doesn't have a thousand yards uh, receiving season. That's okay, man. As long as he's he's catching touchdowns, he's in the top. Bam, let's get it. Fingers crossed, though, because he's the uh, receiver on my fantasy team. So there you go, <laughs> there you go. You copied me because I also picked Devonte Adams. I think it's close with him and Graham, but he's going to be the number one guy. Graham is not going to be the number one option. He knows the offense better than Graham, and with the receiver position, I think it's kind of thin behind him. Randall Cobb has proven in the past that he can be good, but. That was in the past. He hasn't been his normal self the past couple of years. Other than that, you have a couple of rookies. You have Geronimo Allison. So they're going to rely on him heavily to be the primary receiver. If he has a great season, this offense is going to hum. If he gets injured or has a bad year, then it's not going to be as shiny and explosive as people think. I don't know. I think their their core is a little bit better than people are giving them credit for. I know they have a lot of rookies, but these are rookies with size, with speed, and anytime you're getting the ball put on your mo- the money with Aaron, you know, let Devontae take a lot of that pressure and have Marquez, Scanling, Vasquez, whatever his name is. Valdez, Valdez There it is. A little, uh, anyways, and then uh, who else did they get? They got Equinemius St. Brown, a big target down there. Obviously, Geronimo Allison running down the like, – and then have Randall Cobb go through the middle. I think it's I think it's a little stronger than people are giving him credit for. Maybe I'm just optimistic. I think you're optimistic. Probably so. Don't forget Jamon Moore. Jamon Moore, another guy, another guy with the drops. But you know, when the regular season rolls around, better expect him mm-hmm. to start catching those balls. Okay. When we come back, we'll have more of our NFL preview show. We'll move over to the Lions, make our season predictions, non-quarterback MVPs. We'll also do divisional predictions, Super Bowl. We've got it all. Coming for you right after this here on the Sports Pen, presented by John's Auto Marquette. Now back to the Sports Pen. Here's Blake Froley. Play the $100,000 pigskin payday all season long at Ojibwe Casino, Barriga, and Marquette. Blake Froling, Jake Durant, Max Stevens with you here on the Sports Pen. It is our NFL preview show. We have a game tonight. Finally, Eagles, Falcons. Before we get into our Lions stuff, what are you expecting tonight? I mean, I have Julio. I just did my second fantasy draft, and I somehow got Julio Jones with the 15th pick. 15th pick? The 15th pick. I, I got, 
I took Alvin Kamara, sixth pick, Julio, 15th. Then I got Travis Kelsey, just a ridiculous team. It was the best draft I've ever had in my life. Anyways, I'm hoping to see Julio have a big night, and I, I hope the Falcons win. I don't know. It's going to be tough. Is he rooting for the Falcons? I'm rooting for the Falcons. Okay. Nick Foles? I don't really care about either team, obviously. Good but. point. Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah. It's going to be nice to see some football that means something. Yes. And actually the starters playing. This is a little uh, preview for what we're going to say next. I think the Falcons are going to have a big bounce back here. They have the talent. I'm mm-hmm. feeling them. Feeling them. They haven't peaked yet from last year. It seemed like they were just waiting Will to break out. Will they win out. the division? Well, you're going to have to yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, okay. Later on. What do you expect to see tonight? To see tonight? <clears throat> I think Philly's going to take it. Okay. I just I liked what I saw from them all last year. The seamless transition at quarterback was great to see. Obviously, Carson Wentz still out. Uh, Foles is very capable, though. He's pr- he proved that beyond a shadow of a doubt last postseason. So I, I think Philly's going to take it. All right. Well, I, think, I think the Super Bowl hangover is real. Oh, yeah. Mm, it's going to happen. I think Nick Foles won't necessarily be exposed, but he's not going to have that run like he did in the Super Bowl. I mean, in that first playoff game, he wasn't good either. But he was so good in the Super Bowl, people were like, oh, man, he was a savior. He's not going to be that good. I think that defense is really good, though. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Philly's defense is really good. Yep. He doesn't need to be that good. Yeah. He right. just needs to be capable. He just can't be the reason that they lose mm-hmm. is kind of the situation. Don't turn the ball over, and they're fine. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like Kirk Cousins to me. I know. I, you oh, know, come on. To Minnesota. Kirk as long as if Kirk Cousins can be the Nick Foles, obviously the Minnesota has a good chance. He's better than Nick I Foles, th- please. Nah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think Kirk Cousins is going to throw that pick. Hasn't he thrown for 4,000-plus yards in like the last four seasons? I don't know. I don't pay attention to Kirk Cousins. That's what I thought. Bring some facts next time. (laughs) He'd come after my boy. I don't care. Michigan State. Boo. Wow. Whoa, got me. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) All right. Mic drop. Let's get to our Lions predictions. We did Packers in the first segment. Now to the main team everybody cares about, the Detroit Lions. Mm -hmm. New regime, a terrible, no good, very bad preseason. I am always the pessimist among Lions fans, unlike your friend Max, apparently. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. picked 16-0 and 0 this year. I, I don't think he's that optimistic. Okay. But, uh, hey, if he wants to make that bet with me, I'm down. I'll, right. I'll take that bet as well. All right, I'll, I'll take I'll the under on 16 wins. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll give him a call at the next break. I'll see if he'll take you. Oh, okay. Um, so, Jake... We'll start with you looking at their schedule. What are you expecting from Detroit in the regular season? I think Detroit, they're going to be they're third in the division, finish third in the division. I think they're going to go 7-9 and nine this season. I don't see them winning on the road at San Fran. I think the Patriots will beat them at home. I think the Cowboys will beat them um, when they go to Dallas, Jerry World. I think the Packers will beat them twice. Lose at the Vikings, at the Bears, and then versus the Rams. I think those are all L's. Those are tough games. All tough games. Such a brutal schedule, it seems like. The NFC, I think, is disproportionately stacked compared to the AFC. I mean, there's a couple good teams in the AFC, but I think even the the average teams are better in the NFC than the AFC. It's kind of like the East and the West in the NBA. Right, and Mm -hmm. I, I remember when the AFC was the toughest conference when you had, obviously, Denver was really up there, New England doing, you know, what they did. I mean, things like that. But definitely I see the shift now moving to the NFC. You know, from top to bottom, the NFC conference is pretty mm-hmm. pretty crazy. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree there. Max, what do you think for the Lions? Uh, well, I have to agree with you, Blake. They looked awful in the preseason. There's just no way around it. They looked really, really not good. Um, and the major issue for this team for the last, I don't even know how long, has just has been the run game. Uh, obviously they went out, they got on Johnson. 
Um, if he can be capable out of the backfield, you know, just like if he could just pick up a decent chunk of yards on first down, or maybe we can pick up like a third and short on the ground. Um, that's going to help Matthew Stafford out a lot. But, you know, with that being said, uh, we obviously can't count on that. Um, it's been tough for the Lions, as you said, got the crazy stack schedule. It's almost akin to that middle of the season stretch that Minnesota had last year where they were just playing crazy tons of tough road games. So I was also going to predict uh, seven and nine for the Lions. They, they, they surprise people. You know, they take a lot of those 50, 50 games, a lot of those close games that are up in the air. They, they can take those, but uh, they yeah, also would, lose the games they should win. Yes. That's the, well, but that's the drawback. So that's, you know, so yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. going seven and nine. I'm expecting another third in the division finish here from the Lions. They, they had that, you know, they were winning those close games, like every single close game. Like they can't keep that up. That's why I'm saying they're going to take a step back this year. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, the defense has gotten worse. Uh, the offense stayed the same, maybe got worse. I don't see many areas where the lines got better. So it would be stupid to predict them to have more than nine wins, which is what they had last year. Uh, the preseason, I try not to read too much into it. But when you're that bad and you get blown out at home by the Browns, that that's a little alarming. Did their coaching get worse? I don't know. Bill Belichick's you know disciples never do well when they get head coaching mm-hmm. gigs. I'm telling you, they're there under Bill Belichick. He's running those guys, and then when they they get the pressure and have to you know do it on their own, they just don't seem to be able to do it. So Are you we'll putting see. Matt Patricia on the hot seat already before the season even starts? No, I'm not going to put him on the hot seat. I'm just saying, I'm questioning it. I'm questioning okay. who he is. I mean, mm-hmm. they didn't look good in any fa- facet of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, every everything just didn't seem to be going smoothly there. So mm-hmm. um, I'm just questioning it. I just don't know how, how he's the head coach for a senior head coach. So. There I, were a lot of uh, red flags raised and a lot of uh, attention drawn to how he was running practices and how much he was working overblown. the guys. I also, I also think it's overblown. Like, come on, you're a professional football player. You can handle a little bit of running. But, I mean, it got, it got a lot of press attention. So you just got to wonder if that's going to affect anything this year. It got press attention because it was the middle of July and we have nothing to talk about. So when the smallest little thing comes up, of course it's going to blow up. Of course. Don't don't sell Matt Patricia short yet. So you got him going eight and eight. Eight and eight. That's what I thought. That's exactly what I had. Eight and eight. I think I predicted that last year too. You know, seven and nine to nine and seven for the past five years has been a pretty good pick for the Lions. So I think they regress a little bit. Uh, When I was working on my predictions, going game by game, there was an opportunity where they either start really slow. Or they can build up enough of a cushion where they could be in the playoff hunt in the last couple of weeks, and I just see them falling apart. That's I just can see that in my head. They'll somehow come out of that brutal beginning of the schedule in that middle area. They can have a couple winnable games, and then they'll fall apart. And because that's kind of what happens every year. So a slow start and a slow finish is going to doom the Lions to be eight and eight. Another mediocre season. That's basically what I saw. If they had improved somewhere else, maybe I'd give them a chance. But I do like Carryon Johnson. I think he has some potential. But mm-hmm. I've said that with so many. I do. I mean, that's one thing they. I think they got better is their run game got better. Bringing mm-hmm. in Blunt and and getting Johnson. I think that's the lightning thunder that they need. So maybe if they can get that going, Matt Stafford can sling it like he does. Who knows? But like you said, the mm-hmm. defense is kind of. Uh. Yeah, it's not good. The pass rush isn't good. They cut the pass. The pass rush is terrible. 
It's awful. I think you really and bad. I could be the defensive end. Seriously, it's bad. Get the same number and, of sacks they yeah. did. And it got even worse when Haloti Nata walked away. So yep. He, just... he was hurt last year, walked away. They cut their starter from last year, Anthony Zettel, brought in someone else. So Kerry Hyder, their other defensive end, coming off an Achilles injury. I don't trust it. I don't trust Ziggy Anza either. Mm-hmm. On paper, he's good, but he's never healthy for a full 16 games. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's, it's not great. So I don't have a lot of optimism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but, you, you look at uh, Patricia's defenses in New England. New England has always played like a similar style. They give up a lot of yards, but they don't give up a lot of points. Right. I don't know if that's going to work with the, uh, with the personnel we have in Detroit. I, mm-hmm. A lot of takeaways for that Detroit defense last mm-hmm. year helped swing things a lot when they could have been worse. So I don't like when a defense has to rely on takeaways to get stops. I mean, you need to get stops on third down, period. You can't just rely on timely interceptions because it's not always going to happen. Do you want to at the University of Miami next time? Oh, when you, when you say, you know, defense isn't functional without causing yeah, turnovers? Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of, pretty much. Yeah, I think that was, Detroit was should bring in the turnover chain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any team that starts a turnover chain is just automatically cursed, I think. <laughs> That's what happens. So let's get to the non-quarterback MVP for the Lions because every year without question it's Matthew Stafford for them because he has to carry the team and the comebacks things like that especially with no run game so non quarterback MVP Jake you can go first on this one you know this one is actually kind of tough because I just don't see a lot of guys who can who really stand out you know Um, whoever Matt Stafford decides to throw to most I guess no I'm going to go this is going to kind of surprise I'm going to go carry on Johnson oh okay uh, the rookie, I think, you know, if he can have a big year, um, you know, obviously the Lions' chances of, of having a decent season rise. And I do think I, – I questioned their draft, their first-round draft, really a lot when it happened. But as I'm seeing this, I think he's going to kind of – I think he's going to work itself out. Frank Ragnow. Frank mm-hmm. Ragnow as well. Okay, so they got beefed up their offensive line a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think if they can get a run game going, he'll be the main guy there. And – uh if that happens, you should be able to name him the MVP of the team. So, I just I'm just so hesitant to buy into these running backs. I've done it before. Joyke Bell was this great story, fizzled out. Javid Best had a couple oh, good games and Javid then Best had hurts. 30 concussions. I was gonna say, didn't he? He was one of those players that, that they, there's always players who just take massive hits. I just don't yep. understand it. Um, Jared Aberderis was another guy yep. for the Packers who. Every time he touched the ball, it seems like he just got destroyed. And unfortunately, Best was one of those guys. Yeah, he was. He was really good, too. I think he's on some country's Olympic team for sprinting. You know, that's how good of a runner he was. Mm-hmm. So he was gone. They had Mikel Lashore, so many other guys. And they just never panned out after all the hype. So I want to believe. I really want to believe in on Johnson. I've just been burned too many times. I don't know, man. Those guys, who did they, where did those guys play in college, though? Javid Best was Cal, I think. George Bell was Wayne State. Exactly. Don't know. Johnson's from Auburn, man. Came Mm -hmm. from Auburn, SEC country. You know, they're down there basically in a professional football team already. Mm -hmm. And he went through that grind of facing really tough defenses and and guys who are in the NFL. So, you know, he's... Mm -hmm. He has that competitiveness, obviously, been through the SEC grind. I think he, he, he has a better start, you know, foundation than a lot of these guys coming in who play in weaker conferences. Mm-hmm. All right, Max, who is your Lions non-quarterback MVP? Uh, I'm going to go with perhaps an unconventional pick. I'm going to say Taylor Decker on the O-line. Uh, the, the line really struggled a lot 
last year without him. And uh, obviously, if he's healthy and if he's playing well, that's going to help out the run game, like you hinted at, Jake. And just if we can pick up, like I, I hinted at earlier, if we can get some d- just a, a decent chunk of yards on a, on a first and ten running the football, or if we can pick up a third and short or a second and short on the ground and just take some of that pressure off Matt Stafford, that's going to be really helpful. And I think Taylor Decker is uh, is going to be pretty important. Well, yeah, the, the offensive line was in shambles without him the first eight mm-hmm. games. Brought in, who was it, Greg Robinson? Was mm-hmm. that the guy? Yeah. So bad. Mm-hmm. He was awful. Yeah. And it just shows how valuable Taylor Decker was. Mm-hmm. That's I like why I pick. picked him. Yeah. I couldn't believe how bad Greg Robinson was. Second overall pick, can you believe that? You put a folding chair out there and he'll protect long enough, longer than Greg Robinson. I think they were still kind of just hoping for like a potential mm-hmm. type of deal. Like he was the second overall pick, maybe. He'll come to form and, and learn how to play football again? Nope. Nope. That's what happens in any sport. If you're a high pick and you're a bust, you always get more chances. Because, like, oh, well, he was a high pick. Maybe. And I'm sorry. Anytime you're a high pick and you're a bust, that mentally has to just be taxing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had the ego. was something. Yep. Sky high. Not great. Mm-hmm. My pick for non-QB MVP for the Lions, guy with a big ego, can back it up, Darius Big Play Slay. He, is, he was a leader of the defense last year with the turnovers, and with that being so important, he is going to be the guy. And also because the Lions have no pass rush, and their linebackers are a question mark too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Davis was up and down in his rookie year. They brought in two other guys, unproven, uh, Devon Kennard and uh, Christian Jones, I believe. Who? Nothing. Yeah, who is a good question. So with the front seven being so weak, it's going to be up to those corners and the safeties to come up with big plays and turnovers again. Darius Slay is going to have to lead that charge. If he doesn't have a good year, the safeties don't step up. The 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 defense is just going to be really bad, and the the offense would have to score thirty points a game at least just to keep up. And then it will all come back to blaming Matthew Stafford because that's how it works in Detroit. If they lose, it's only Matthew Stafford's fault and nobody else. You painted the, the picture perfect there, seven and nine. Yep, 8-8, eight and eight. right around there. Wouldn't be surprised either way. So those are our Lions and Packers predictions, but we're only halfway there. Mm-hmm. We've got to predict the rest of the divisions. We're going to do wild card, playoffs, Super Bowl, MVPs, regular MVPs this time. So we've got a lot ahead of us. Stick with us on the Coach's Show presented by John's Auto Marquette. Now, back to the Sports Pen. Here's Blake Froling. Play the $100,000 Pigskin Payday all season long at Ojibwe Casino, Barriga, and Marquette. We're rolling along with our NFL preview show here on the Sports Pen. We're presented by John's Auto Marquette. Blake Froling, Jake Durant, Max Stevens in studio with you. If you missed our first two segments, we previewed the Packers, win-loss record, non-quarterback MVP, did the same for the Lions, now it's time to look at the rest of the NFL landscape. We're going to go division winners. We could start here at home. We gave Since we gave the records for both the Lions and the Packers, NFC North. Now the Bears entering into the equation possibly with Khalil Mack. The Vikings made probably the best move of the offseason, getting my boy Kirk Cousins. So with all of that in mind, Max, you get to start first. Who wins the NFC North? I got to go with the obvious choice, and I think that's Minnesota. Uh, you take a look at their offseason. They upgraded a quarterback. I think it's pretty safe to say Kirk Big Cousins time. is an upgrade over Case Keenum. As, as well as Case Keenum played last year, I think Kirk Cousins is just the more proven, more solid starter. 
Um, and of course, he's a Spartan, so go green. <laughs> go um, right. And we got, of course, they got Dalvin Cook returning at running back. Uh, obviously, we didn't get to see a whole lot of him last year because he, he blew out his knee in, what, week four, I think Against it was? Against the Lions. Against the Lions, yeah. Um, so we didn't get to see a whole lot of Dalvin Cook, but he showed flashes of being a pretty good running back, at least for his, you know, being as young as he is. And so if they can get Dalvin Cook to come back, stay healthy, have a decent year, and Kirk Cousins uh, to play well, they kept much of their defense intact. So I'm going to look for Minnesota to take... Uh, to take the division again somewhere around 13 and 3, 12 and 4. Yeah, they're going to be a force because they didn't really lose any. Did they lose anybody? Any key contributors? From key contributors? Year? No, I don't think so. There you go. That's the continuity that, that is really key, and it's hard to get in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It was so much roster churn. When you have to pay a guy big money like Kirk Cousins, usually you have to let a couple starters go. Mm-hmm. Minnesota didn't really have to do that. So they, they are probably the favorites in Vegas. I'm sure I saw a couple dirty looks. From Jake, I'm sure you absolutely do not agree with anything that Max just said. Uh, I, no, not at all. I think Green Bay is going to win the NFC North. Like I said, I have them going 13 and three. I think Minnesota will be right behind them. Um, I just like Aaron Rodgers coming back. I think he's going to be having an MVP type season. Um, I really am high on this defense. I think this defense is going to help them out. I think they're going to be able to score the ball um, a lot more um, this season. You know their pass rush is is better. The, the linebacking core is the thing that scares me, and that that run defense is the thing that scares me. But you know if they if they can get Matthews and, and guys coming off the edge, get a little bit of pass rush, and, and let these these DBs, I think uh, DBs that are hungry and and actually really really talented, you know make some plays. I think they're going to get a lot of turnovers this season, and I do think um, that together, I think Green Bay is going to to win the NFC North and possibly do something in the playoffs. Okay. I, I think it's going to be fun because we're finally getting the Packers and the Vikings both good at the same time. We were supposed to have it last year. Then Aaron Rodgers went down, so that changed everything. Now you're going to get both teams good. Lions will be on the fringe. Even the Bears will be on the fringe. Not I don't think they're going to win the division by any stretch, but they can scare you at least a little bit now with some of their revamped offense, the defense looking better. I do think the Vikings are going to win it for a lot of the reasons, Max, that you said. The continuity is key. The defense will carry them. I mean, they were one game away from the Super Bowl last year. Maybe the Packers could have gotten there. I still think the defense would have came back to hurt them in the end, even if Rodgers was healthy. So I think because of that, the Vikings can make the next step. Will they win the Super Bowl? Will they make the Super Bowl? Uh, I don't know. You're going to have to stay tuned for that. But I do think they were going to win the division. So two votes for the Vikings, one for the Packers for the NFC North. Let's move on. Staying in the NFC, going out to the NFC West. You had the 49ers, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Rams. Max, you get to go first. Who is your pick to win the NFC West? I have to, I have, again, I, I think it's a pretty obvious choice. I think I, I'm going to have to go with L.A. Uh, Jared Goff really emerged as a solid starter last year, coming off a pretty shaky rookie year where a lot of people doubted him. Last year he kind of broke that. Uh, he came out. It wasn't spectacular, but he played pretty well. Uh, he played and certainly well enough. L.A. had a great year. Uh, they made a lot of big name additions to the defense. Keep Talib, Namakansu. They still have Aaron Donalds. That uh, that defense is going to be Marcus scary. Peters too. Marcus Peters, absolutely. Um, you know they added Brandon Cooks to the receiving core. Uh, this is just an LA team that is really an LA team. It's a lot of big names. It's loaded with weapons. Uh, I gotta I gotta take the Rams. Yeah, they they definitely won the off season. The only thing is a lot of teams that win the off season 
sometimes don't win in the regular season. Mm-hmm. That was that's what kind of scares me a little bit. It's just too good to be true for LA. I think bringing in all this talent, I just you know something's gonna happen. You know what it looks like on paper, this team's gonna come together. Um, they're you know they're gonna be one of the best defenses. Jared Goff is gonna have an MVP type season. Todd Gurley is gonna be out. You know be the best running back in the league. It's just, I don't know, it's just too good to be true. You never really see things actually work out like this. Maybe they'll have a, a massive injury or something, or this defense won't be as good as we thought. Um, with that being said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go I'm gonna go San Francisco. Mm. I'm going to go San Francisco. Jimmy G. Jimmy G, man. I'm a Jimmy G believer. I do think he, you know, coming from New England, he, he learned a lot sitting behind Tom Brady. He just has that leadership, you know. He has that leadership in him. Um, smart guy, doesn't turn the ball over a lot. I like kind of what they have going around them. Um, you know, it's it's kind of a, a going out on a limb a little bit, I guess, because LA seems to be that favorite choice. But I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and go San Fran just because. I think the 49ers are your way, and I think Jimmy G is gonna be I wouldn't say exposed, but since there's more tape on him, he's not gonna go undefeated. And even in the games he played, he had a, his touchdown to interception ratio was seven to five, so that's not even that great. But and he played a lot of bad teams, so I think the hype around him is unreal. And maybe he can live up to it. I don't think he will. He can be a good quarterback in the league. Next year can be their year. And they did beat the Jaguars, but that was with a lot of the starters out with the playoff say, spot secured. They did torch Jacksonville. Jimmy G did look very solid against with one of the, the starters out. Yeah, so I it mean, doesn't even count. They didn't. They knew they had. Salt, but they had their spot locked up. They didn't need to do anything in that game. Yeah. So I discredit that. Done. And I love. I love Jacksonville. We'll get mm-hmm. to that in a little bit. So I'm picking the Rams. Even though it seems like their additions kind of scare me a little bit, I do think the overall talent will win out in L.A. And for the 49ers, the only other viable threat, Seattle is not going to be good this year. Russell Wilson is just going to be by himself running around, trying not to get crushed by his paper offensive line. The defense is aging and crumbling, so they don't have anything. The Cardinals, you're going to get Sad Bradford for two games, then he's going to shatter something. Mm -hmm. In so. comes Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, that's, that's right. So the chosen one. The, ch- the chosen one, is that what he is? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what uh, it comes from uh, opening game of the year last year when UCLA had that uh, crazy comeback oh, against that's Texas right. A&M. Yeah. That's what uh, Gus Johnson was referring ah. to him as on broadcast. He was like, Josh Rosen, the you kinda, know, chosen one. Kind of lofty. Chosen Rosen, yeah. Chosen Rosen, all right. So I'm going Except to... they shouldn't have won that game because one of those touchdown passes went right through the Texas A&M safety's hands. He could have picked it off, but he didn't. Went right through his hands, UCLA touchdown. You that sound was... a little salty about that, actually. I'm not salty. It just shouldn't have happened. I don't, I'm don't. i not a particularly big fan of either of those schools. I just Fair. I, I saw a horrible misplay on defense, and I was like, wow, you mm-hmm. should not have lost that game. Yep. Let's move on. NFC East. Mm-hmm. One of the tougher divisions, I think. Uh, reigning Super Bowl champs in there. Cowboys are in there. Redskins, Giants. Jake, your Giants. Are you going to be able? Are you going to pick them here? It's really hard to pick against the Giants. I, I like what they have with Saquon. I think their defense is going to be better. And if Odell can stay healthy, you know they have all the the tools to be a good a good team. It was crazy because I think one or two years ago we were like this. They're like a Super Bowl favorite coming into the league, and then they won like two games. Yeah. So you just never know. I, I can't go away from Philadelphia. I think their defense is going to be just as good, if not a little better. Uh, now you got two quarterbacks that you can you know mm-hmm. kind of lean on. Uh, they lost. They lost Blunt. He might be the he might be the guy. I think he is. You never know. You never know. But um, I just like what Peterson, Doug Peterson, brings to the team. I think he's a really good head coach. 
Um, the Super Bowl hangover does scare me a little bit, but I just think, you know, there's not one thing that this team is, you know, if they, you know, their defense can score a lot of points, you know, if their offense is kind of struggling and then their offense, you know, they have weapons in the receiving core too. And then they have Carson Wentz who looked like an MVP MVP before he went down. And then you also have the Super Bowl MVP on your team as well. They just have too much. They just have too much mm-hmm. right now. They are looking stacked. Yep. But the Super Bowl hangover does worry me too. It's mm-hmm. one of those non, non-analytics things. It's just like a gut feeling. Somehow, some way, it affects every team. Will it affect the Eagles, Max? I don't think so. I'm also going to have to take the Eagles here. Um, just you know, like you said, Carson Wentz was in MVP form before he went down last year. Um, they still have Nick Foles, who's capable. They didn't really, uh, minus Blunt, obviously, they didn't lose a lot of their offensive weapons. Their retention on offense and defense was uh, was pretty solid. So you know, they, they didn't really lose any of their key players from the Super Bowl last year. So and obviously we saw what they did all season last year really so i'm gonna just have to pick the eagles uh once again all right i'm gonna go philly as well moving along here a little bit we're starting to run out of time people oh, we, we got to get okay. to all let's of go, our let's go, let's go. picks all right. yeah. nfc south you have the falcons the saints the bucks and the panthers coming out of there max we'll start with you who's your champ and why new orleans i'm going with the saints uh we saw them show up uh, i it's tough picking the Saints because they can be shaky a lot of games, you know. Uh, um, but I love Drew Brees. He's been obviously really solid. Um, Alvin Kamara emerged as a fantastic young stud running back. Um, they were playing great last season. Obviously, they, they probably realistically should have been in the NFC Championship game, barring the uh, – obviously, everyone knows what happened. But mm-hmm. they played really solid uh, coming down the stretch at the end of last year, and uh, I like the Saints. I think this is a motivated team. I know uh, they got a lot of uh, – they felt cheated at the end of last year. They felt like they were – they too felt like they really should have won that game. So I'm looking for the uh, the Saints coming back with a vengeance and taking the NFC South. I agree. I think it's going to be the Saints. They got the chip on their shoulder. I like their defense. Their defense curates turnovers. They drafted Davenport, who you know is going to be a, a an addition to that defensive line. Anytime you can get pressure on the defenders, it helps the secondary. And obviously with Drew Brees, Mike Thomas is a young receiver, you know, coming up, and uh, you know Kamara. And then when they get Ingram back, that's one of the best one-two punches you can have. Uh, I just like what the Saints got, and I'm actually, you know, I, I root for the Saints. I actually was almost cried when Minnesota beat the Seriously? Saints. Seriously? I hate Minnesota that much, and I was definitely a Saints fan on that day. And, um, I mean, I'm mad, so I know they're mad. I'm going to go with the Falcons, switch up a little bit. I think the Falcons were so close to getting – they're close to getting back to the Super Bowl. I think there was just something missing there. Now, I, I think Julio, if it's possible for him to have a breakout year, he's due for one. If, 2,000 yards. For his standards, he just hasn't scored any touchdowns. It's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. So I think he's going to have a big year. I think Matt Ryan is going to bounce back. He was not that good last year coming back from that MVP campaign. I think he's going to get close to that level again. And because of that, Falcons are going to win. Dirty Birds. Now over to the wild card. We did all the NFC divisions. So you get two wild card picks. Jake, we'll start with you. Who are you two? So my two wild cards are the Rams. You're just looking at who lost the division, is that? I'm just looking at what I'm trying to do here. Um, yeah. Oh, the Rams in Minnesota. Duh. There you go. Yeah. Took long enough. Sorry, I, was, <laughs> I, I have like really small writing right now. I don't know why. Getting old. Need those I prescriptions. Am. I glasses. Move, move along. <laughs> All right, Max. Who do you got? 
Uh, well, I gotta, I'm gotta. i going to go with Green Bay for one of my picks. I think they're right behind uh, Minnesota in the NFC North, and I think they're absolutely going to be good enough to take that first wild card spot. And the second wild card spot, I think, is going to be up in the air between San Francisco and Atlanta. Um, I'm going to go with Atlanta, though. I'm going to say experience prevails. Uh, if Julio stays healthy uh, and plays well, and so does Matt Ryan, I think that's a team that's primed and, and ready to make a I'm ready to make another playoff run. I've got the Saints and the Packers as my two wild cards, which is a very good wild card. I think, like I said, the NFC, even the two wild card teams would probably win a lot of divisions in the AFC. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of unfair that a couple of good teams are going to get left out there just on the bubble. But Saints and Packers are going to be for me. We've got one final segment. We're going to do the AFC. We're going to make our Super Bowl picks. The big ones, and and like I said, don't go back to last year. You don't you don't need to hear those picks. These ones are going to be the real ones. So uh, we got a little bit left here. Stick with us on the sports pen. Now back to the sports pen. Here's Blake Crowley. Play the one hundred thousand dollar pigskin payday all season long at Ojibwa Casino, Barriga, and Marquette. Our final segment. Of our NFL preview show here on the Sports Pen, we're presented by John's Auto Marquette, Max Stevens, Jake Durant. I'm Blake Froling. We just ran through the NFC divisions of wild cards. Let's run through the AFC now. Uh, let's go AFC North: Steelers, Ravens, Browns. Any takers? What about the Bengals? And the Bengals. Any takers for the Browns? No. No. You will find not no, not, not buying here. in unless unless uh, Jarvis Landry can bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Maybe, but no. Not buying. I got two teams ahead of them. Okay, at least. All right. So who's your pick then, Jake? Pittsburgh. Even without possibly without. I like James Conner. I like James Conner to be able to kind of be that band aid until Bell comes back. Mm -hmm. Um, I like Ben Roethlisberger. Obviously, Antonio Brown. I just kind of like what they got going. That defense is good too. Um, and until someone knocks off Pittsburgh, maybe Baltimore. Maybe Flacco's rejuvenated. Mm. Is he going to be elite? I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. Okay. I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. Max, um, I don't like doing it, but I'm also gonna take Pittsburgh. But you know, perhaps, perhaps this is a little bit of a hot take. But honestly, I think Pittsburgh's overrated. They play in a division where they get fed Cleveland and Cincinnati four times a year. Big Ben statistically plays significantly worse on the road. Yep. And I, I don't know. I mean, ob- I think obviously Pittsburgh's the best team in this division by far. So they're going to take it, but I don't see them as a – and you know perhaps this is a little bit of a hot take, but I don't see them as a, as a huge contender in the postseason. I would agree. Big Ben, I've been on the overrated train for a couple years now. I'm mm-hmm. glad I have some company. But I, then we'll pick the Steelers. I don't know. I think, I think, it's, I think Baltimore is – I think I don't sleep on Baltimore. No, they're close. I like their defense. They always have a good defense. And, I mean, if they don't have Flacco, Lamar Jackson is a right. problem. Um, what concerns me, obviously, is, is the, the receivers – they're just one of those teams that never can get receivers. Uh, Pick up Michael Smith, Crabtree. Crabtree, that's what I was about to say. Crabtree's a, a guy there. Um, and so, you know, it, it's, it is what it is, but I think it's going to be closer than people think mm-hmm. with Baltimore. AFC West, you have the L.A. Chargers, the Chiefs, the Raiders in there, and I'm drawing a blank on the fourth team because that's how what it always works. The Raiders, the Broncos. The Broncos. There we go. Denver Broncos. Who do we have coming out of there, Max? You can go first. Ooh, this is this is one of those divisions that's really up in the air. Uh, I like Oakland, but I'm gonna have to go 
with San Diego. Uh, San Diego. The Chargers. <laughs> Who? Excuse me. They're still San Diego in my heart. Right. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the, I'm gonna have to go with the Chargers because uh, I I love Philip Rivers. He's actually he's on my fantasy team. A little plug, but um, uh, he's been really solid. He's just played out of his mind the past couple of years. Defied age. Um, played really well. And the offense for San Diego has never been an issue. Um, they obviously they brought back Antonio Gates. He's old, but I like that move because he's just been the gatekeeper. So, <laughs> he's been so solid for so long. He's a surefire Hall of Famer. Um, and I like their defense. Uh, I like Bosa on the D line. I like so what good. they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with uh, with LA. Jake, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna go LA as well, um, just because I think the Broncos are gonna have a down year. I think John Gruden is slowly ruining Oakland, um, and uh, Denver. Like I said, they don't have a quarterback. I don't know if their defense, their secondary is gonna be as good. Um, and then that other team. The Whatever Chiefs. the Chiefs, Mahomes. I just don't. I don't trust him. I don't trust Mahomes. If, if if he can do anything, I think that offense is very potent. Mm-hmm. But Marcus Peters is in L.A. now. You know what's up with that defense? That defense mm-hmm. is the oldest dirt. Um, so I'm gonna have to go L.A. I like Melvin Ingram. Like you said, Boza. I think he's one of the best defensive players in the league. Derwin James, who I want at Green Bay to draft, is there. I think he's gonna be a problem. Um, Casey Hayward, a former Green Bay Packers out there, <laughs> who just decided to have one, the, one of the best years ever right after he left Green Bay. You know, you got Keenan Allen, Philip Rivers, Melvin Gordon is a stud. I just like, I like what they got. They got a bunch of weapons. I'm going Chargers too. We we not we went, we're copying each other first too. Maybe we'll get some differences here, but I doubt it. AFC East. Do we even really need to break this one down? Does anybody want to dolphins. be contrarian? No, I'm just kidding. I'm locking Patriots. that in. That's a Dolphins pick. I like the Dolphins. You know, I really think they have the best jerseys in the league. I love their colors. <laughs> I think Miami is a really cool place. You know, South Beach. Love to visit there. And, uh, yeah, that's why. Yeah, oh, underrated jerseys, I, I guess. I think they're the best, man. I think – how can you not – why aren't they better? Why wouldn't players want to go down to Miami and wear, wear those jerseys? I don't know. And, Who doesn't want to take their I think it's, I think to it's, South Beach? I think it's just the problem. You know, you're in South Beach – it's hard to focus hard to on focus. Fo- football, man. Mm-hmm. That's it's so be. nice out all the time. It's like, who wants to play football right now? Whereas in you know Foxborough, Massachusetts, all you have is football. Mm-hmm. That's why New England's so good. Mm-hmm. We just cracked the code. Yep, there it yeah. is. You going Patriots? Yeah. So am I. Pretty obvious. AFC South now. You have the Jaguars. You have the Colts. You have the Texans and the Titans. Max, you get to start on this one. <sighs> it's tough. Jacksonville played really solid last year, except it caused me physical pain when they gave Blake Bortles that big extension. Um, I don't trust him back there. But I'm going to go with Houston, and here's why. I loved Deshaun Watson last year. He played out of his mind for a rookie quarterback, and it's just such a bummer to to see him get hurt. Um, Obviously, that Texans defense was just crippled last year. They lost Whitney Merciless. They lost J.J. Watt. Um, So if those guys can stay healthy... And if on the offensive side of the ball, you, you know, or ball, you got DeAndre Hopkins, you know, you got, um, I think Lamar Will Fuller, Miller. yep, uh, Deshaun Watson. I like Houston down there. Okay. If, they, if they could stay healthy, Houston. Jake, what do you I'm got? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jacksonville. Uh, I just love their defense. Honestly, I love Leonard Fournette. Um, I am going to go out on a limb and say that at the end of the season, Des Bryant's going to be playing for the Jacksonville Ooh. Jaguars. So I think they'll have him there. I just love Jalen Ramsey, what he brings. That defense is so good. It's just way too good. Um, 
and then just Blake. It's all up to Blake Bortles, man. As long as he doesn't mess things up and he can just hand the ball off. T.J. Yeldon's a guy that's underrated as well in my book. I just think this team's stacked. Questionable quarterback situation. It's kind of like the Broncos have been in the last few years. Blake Bortles is gonna be better this year. That's yeah. my pick. I That's my I, hot take. Yeah, Blake Bortles will be. I think. I think. I think with all this criticism, Blake Bortles is gonna take the next step. I do think. Mm-hmm. You know, Blake, I don't know, man. I like. I like Bortles. Yeah, he's the. Boat. I was on the Bortles train. You know, he's he's the he's your typical Burrow man. Yeah, yeah. Got to just deal with it. He's never left Florida in his life. No. Pretty much. So I'm going Jacksonville as well. Saxonville, actually. That's what I like to call them. Let's go wild card in the AFC. You get two teams. Jake, who are your two? Uh, In the AFC wild card, I have the Baltimore Ravens and the Houston Texans. Same as me. So that gets it out of the way. Max? Well, my first wild card spot is going to have to go to Jacksonville. Obviously, I didn't pick them to win the AFC South, but I still think they're one of the best teams uh, in the AFC by far, just like you said with Jalen Ramsey in that defense. Uh, solid rushing attack. I have my doubts about Blake Bortles at quarterback, but he is at the very least with the weapon, with the tools around him in the defense capable of winning some games with Jacksonville. So I like them. And with my other spot, I think uh, it's up in the air between Oakland and Baltimore, but I'm going to have to, I'm going to give the edge to the Ravens just because Oakland um, Lost Khalil Mack. That was a huge blow. Um, you know, after Derek Carr had a monster year and got that mm-hmm. big extension, he was really kind of iffy last year at best. You know, played at like an average quarterback. So I'm going to give the edge to the Ravens. Okay. Now the big time, the big pick is here. Super Bowl. Give me your matchup. Give me who wins and why. Jake, I think I know what you're going to pick, but you can go ahead and say it anyway. We're going to have an epic matchup between. Aaron Rodgers is going to be the season MVP against Blake Bortles and the Jacksonville Jaguars in that vaunted Jacksonville defense. I think Green Bay is going to win this one. I think Aaron Rodgers will get his second Super Bowl of his career. I think they're going to win 23-13. Oh, we got a score for us too. Okay. Max? Oh, it's really tough. It's so tough. Uh, I'm also going to have to go with Jacksonville out of the AFC. Um, I I love their defense, and it was just such a shame to see them lose to New England last year when really they had that game. They, they were up. They took their foot off the gas, and they let Tom Brady do Tom Brady things. Um, so that was kind of a shame. But I, I think this year they don't make that mistake. I think they come back. I think they're absolutely going to be in the Super Bowl. From the NFC, though, it's tough because I, I really I see three teams uh, that I picked to go to the playoffs that could really take it. Minnesota, uh, Green Bay, and uh, L.A. We need a pick. We need a pick. I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to go. Oh, my, my dad's going to just have his head in his hands when he hears this, but I'm going to have to go with Minnesota. I just I love their retention. They were so close last year, and their offense really just kind of hit the wall uh, against Philadelphia. But I think if they still have Dalvin Cook, and Kirk Cousins is playing well. I don't think they have that problem, so I'm gonna have to go with Minnesota. And the winner, this is where he's really his head's just gonna go through the table. I'm gonna pick the Vikings. I'm gonna take Minnesota to do it. Finally. All right. So you both picked Jacksonville. I also had Jacksonville, but just in the uh, interest of being different, I'm gonna go with an all LA Super Bowl Chargers versus Rams. Oh boy. It's going to be, awesome. be ridiculous. That. LA is still not going to care cuz they're a terrible sports town. <laughs> and the Jaguars are going to win. The boat. 
Blake Bortles going to carry them to victory. He is going to have the big play. That's my hot take. It's not going to be the defense. It's going to be Blake Bortles going to have a late touchdown or something. He is going to win it for the Jaguars. Blake Bortles to, to Des Bryant for the Super Bowl. There you go. The Jacksonville special. And Bryant's <laughs> going to throw up the X as the clock runs out. Boom. I like it. Let's make it happen. All right. Those are our NFL picks. We're out of time. Thanks, guys, for coming on. This was fun. Appreciate it. Thanks we, for having us. We yeah. wrote this all down, so there will be some fact-checking at the end of the season. Okay. Just not with me. Someone hey, else. disclaimer. <laughs> These are injuries are off, turned off. Okay. This. Okay. If that happens. Right. Good point. Mm-hmm. All right. You are listening to ESPN-UP, WZAM, Ishpeming Marquette.